Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. We have breaking news here at KSL News Radio. Lindsay Ertz joins us in studio. Lindsay, what do we know? Yeah, Boyd. Well, a little bit of confusion coming out of the Salt Lake City Council about masks and what Mayor Aaron Mendenhall wants to do. So Mayor Aaron Mendenhall has told the Salt Lake City Council that she wants a mask mandate for kindergartners through sixth graders in Salt Lake City School District. Now, she's asked the council, but she says she wants the school board to make the recommendation. She believes that having them make the recommendation is is uh, pertinent to, you know, their jurisdiction over the kids in, in that school district, right? Um, but their next meeting isn't scheduled for September 3rd, so she's asked for an emergency meeting of the school board so that they could issue this because school starts next Tuesday for the kids in the Salt Lake City School District. So obviously she wanted the Salt Lake County Council, the county council, to support that mandate. That didn't happen, obviously. And so now she wants to put an order order in place for masks for these kids in her city, in her school district. Okay. And of course, the big question will be, can she do that? Does she have the authority to do that? Does the school district do that? Does the city council, uh, we, we've watched what played out at the county, does the city have that? Uh, any other insight you can give us there? Well, this is the big question. And now she says, Mayor Aaron Mendenhall says that her city attorney's office has looked over the legislation put in place by the state legislature and that legislation says that it is within her legal according to her her legal capacity to do that she can declare a local emergency and declare orders like a mask mandate in conjunction with that Um, she says again her attorney's telling her that she or that the this the bill has limited the emergency authority of local health departments and the governor, but that doesn't extend to city mayors. So okay. according to Salt Lake City, they have the jurisdiction to do that. Okay. Uh, Lindsay Ertz uh, joining in on the uh, <sighs> confusion here versus clarity. Here we go. <laughs> uh, but much to, much more to come here on KSL News Radio. Stay tuned. Uh, they uh, Aaron Mendenhall is asking the school board to convene and make a recommendation in terms of mass for K through uh, sixth grade. Again, that's up to 12 years. Uh, and then we'll see how that all plays out. Who has authority, who can, who can't, who will, who won't. Uh, the saga rolls on. Yes, it does. <laughs> Thanks, Lindsay Ertz, for joining in and helping us break that one down. And stay tuned to KSL News Radio throughout the afternoon as we continue to see how that plays out, what the uh, school board will do uh, versus what the city uh, will begin to do as well. All right, as we come down the home stretch uh, on a Tuesday, uh, we've been trying to have a, a few moments along the way that are a little bit lighter, a little bit different as uh, we go along. And uh, we've been giving you a lot of recommendations for good reading over the course of the summer. And as now we get into the school year, uh, we want to give you one last uh, little 
book recommendation as we roll into it. It's actually a children's book. Uh, Kira Hoffelmeyer actually set me on this journey. Uh, the book is brilliant. It's called The Boy Who Spoke to the Earth. Uh, it's by Chris uh, Burkhard and David McClellan. Uh, lots of just amazing pictures. Uh, but I want to get to the the essence of what this story is, is all about. Uh, it's a story of, again, the boy who spoke to the earth and the earth spoke back, which is always a good thing. I think if we all listened a little different or a little better, we would recognize that. And uh, the earth always asks the, the little boy in this story, are you listening? And listening is an important thing, uh, not just with our ears. Uh, having a listening heart is a very different thing. But this little boy in the story, uh, he asks the earth, where can I find happiness? And the earth responds and says, the journey to happiness is difficult, but I can show you the way. Are you willing to make the journey? And of course, the boy is all excited for a journey. So the earth says, then go to the ocean where waves tower overhead. The boy got there and he said, I see the water and the shells, but I don't see happiness. Then go to the cliffs where the water is always flowing, said the earth. So the boy waited and wandered until he left the waves behind. I see the spray and the moss, said the boy, but I don't see happiness. Then go to the forest where trees gather together, said the earth. So the boy stepped and he strode until he left the moss behind. I see the roots and the leaves, said the boy, but I don't see happiness. Then go to the desert, where red stone guards the way, said the earth. So the boy hiked, and he hauled until he left the trees behind. I see the rocks and the brush, said the boy, but I don't see happiness. Then go to the top of the world, where the lights dance in the sky, said the earth. So the boy climbed, and he crawled until he left the peaks behind. I see the ice and the snow, said the boy, but I don't see happiness. This time, the earth didn't answer. So the boy walked and walked and walked until he left it all behind. The boy says, I've traveled so far and seen so much, but I still haven't found happiness. Earth, are you listening? cried the boy. My boy, did you look without seeing? asked the earth. I'm going to say that sentence again. Did you look without seeing? Go back along the trail, but this time stand still for just a moment. So the boy went back and looked again. And then there's just these brilliant, brilliant uh, pictures of all of these places the boy had been where he had looked but hadn't seen. And for the first time, the boy truly saw. He saw happiness was all around him. And that's what we have to get to. So often we look without seeing. We hear without listening. And this is a a brilliant children's book. Add it to your collection. Uh, If you don't have children or grandchildren around, go buy it for yourself. Uh, And then just sit with it for a little bit. Stand still with it for a little bit. And see if you can begin to see as you look and to really listen as you hear because it's not just about sounds and sights. It's about what we actually experience. And often we find the solutions to so many of the challenges we face by 
just listening a little different or a little bit better or not being in such a hurry on our journey as this boy was uh, that we actually stand still and take it all in. Uh, I've shared before uh, with many of you uh, an experience I had at Arlington National Cemetery with uh, two of my children. And I, I love to be there at Arlington National Cemetery. That is uh, that is hallowed ground. And I'll never forget, we were there one summer, and as they started to do the changing of the guard there at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, those who give the last full measure of devotion, uh, there was a crowd there, as there always is in the summer months in Washington, D.C. And we stood there, and they, they started the proceedings of the changing of the guard. And my daughter, Sarah, was standing next to me. And she she nudged me. And she said, Dad, they're missing it. They're missing it. And I looked around, and everyone had their cell phone out. Everyone had their cameras clicking. Everyone was trying to capture just the moment. Some of them were trying to position their cell phone just right so they could take a selfie uh, as the changing of the guard was taking place. And my daughter, Sarah, said they're they're missing the moment trying to capture it. And just like the the boy in this story, the boy who spoke to the earth, uh, they were looking, but they weren't seeing. They were missing the moment. And there's so many times in our lives that we miss the moment as we try to capture it just perfectly with a quick photo, with a video, as we try to record it anywhere else, <laughs> they're just on our digital devices forever. And so we need to learn to stand still and don't miss the moment by trying to capture it. Don't just look, see. Don't just hear, have a listening heart. It'll make all the difference. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today. And as always, as you go out into the world, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something today that'll make a difference. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.